0: Hi, I'm Robert Byrne from the Deutsches Herzzentrum in Munich and we're here at ESC 2011 in Paris, France and it's a great privilege to be joined by um, Professor Kimura from Kyoto in Japan and he has just presented uh, a hotline session on the uh, randomised trial uh, reset, which was looking at everolimus-eluting stents against sirolimus-eluting stents. So, uh, welcome and uh, thank you for being here with us today. It's my, it's my great pleasure. Yeah. Um, maybe you could give us a little bit of a background to the trial and tell us a little bit about the trial design. I know that this is actually the largest randomised control mm-hmm. trial that we have comparing EES with SES. Yeah.
1: Actually, this is a uh, Uh, prospective, uh, randomized, multi-centre, open-level trial uh, evaluating non-inferiority of the new uh, ebronimus eluting stent compared to the old uh, therumus eluting stent. Uh, Last year, February last year, uh, ebronimus eluting stent was approved in Japan, so simultaneously with the launch of the ebronimus eluting stent, we uh, started the uh, comparison of uh, ebronimus with the uh, standard drug eluting stent at that time. Ok, and
0: this was a trial that you powered predominantly for clinical endpoints or for angiographic endpoints?
1: Predominantly clinical endpoints, so we have uh, uh, enough statistical power for evaluating non-inferiority with, uh, for the uh, target vision revascularization, which is the primary endpoint of the study.
0: Ok, and uh, how many patients did you enroll altogether? Yes, I did you all six patients. 3206,
1: oh yeah, so a l- very large
0: uh, yeah. trial. And um, what were the main findings um, in terms of your uh, primary endpoint, your mm-hmm. primary hypothesis? Yeah,
1: actually, the one year target region revascularization rate was uh, 4.3% for Evalonimus eluting stent and 5% for Serenumus eluting So uh eluting stent was uh, demonstrated to be non-inferior to uh serial extent, uh, but the, uh, for the superiority analysis, uh, target region revascularization rate was not different uh, at one year.
0: Okay, so in terms of clinical anti efficacy then, actually a very good result in both treatment yeah, arms. Yeah, I think
1: so. But yeah, uh, if we look at the yeah, patient characteristics enrolled in, in the trial, we, despite the uh, all-comer trial design, uh, but the yeah, actual patients enrolled uh, uh, may be a little bit low-risk patients. Uh, um,
0: yeah, So, yeah. I mean we saw I think in a, a nice discussion from Professor Windecker mm-hmm. that he highlighted some of the differences mm-hmm. uh, with trials in Japan as mm-hmm. compared to trials yeah. perhaps in yeah. Europe and one of the features highlighted was that uh, a high proportion of patients with diabetes in the Japanese mm-hmm. population. What, yes. pr- what proportion of patients had diabetes uh, and is it, this typical
1: it, in your experience? In this trial, 45% of patients were diabetic. It is very, very typical uh, for the Japanese uh, uh, observational studies also. Yeah.
0: Okay, and um, so we th- we seem to have comparable results in terms of uh, clinical outcomes looking at resten- anti-restenotic efficacy. Mm-hmm. I know that you also had a subset of patients who yeah. received angiographic follow-up. Yeah. How many patients? Uh, Received angiographic follow-up, and what did you learn from from that uh, subset? Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, the uh, uh, five hundred seventy-one patients were uh, enrolled in the uh, angiographic substudy. Uh, surprisingly, uh, ninety percent of patients uh, came back for uh, repeat angiography at okay. the eight to twelve months. So very high very uh, rate high, of yeah. angiographic surveillance. Yeah,
0: That's yeah. Uh, excellent. Yeah, yeah
1: actually, uh, angiographic measure uh, seemed to be consistent with the clinical outcome. Our uh, recanalization rate was five percent for embolism diluting, stand four percent for and and uh, rate in segment and rate in rate uh, was uh, almost uh, uh, identical uh, for both groups.
0: Okay, so then I suppose uh, you have follow up up to twelve months
1: at this uh, time point, or you have follow up to a longer period. Uh, but actually, the trial was designed to follow up patients up to three years. Okay, so uh, we are very uh, interested in. Uh, finding how the uh, epidermal eluting stent could uh, reduce the data adverse events reported for epidermal eluting stent, uh, very late stent thrombosis, so uh, a okay. late catch-up phenomenon.
0: Yeah, and um, what data do you have on uh, stent thrombosis out to this uh, uh, time point? How does it look between the two stents in your study?
1: Uh, there, is, there was no difference in the rate of stent thrombosis, almost uh, uh, 0.4% for both definite and definite or probable stent thrombosis uh, in both groups. Okay. Oh very very low for you.
0: Yeah. So we now have a number of randomized uh, clinical trials, mm-hmm. your trial being the largest, also mm-hmm. a study from the sort out investigators, mm-hmm. and uh, also a study from ourselves in the ISART test four. And it seems that it's very comparable efficacy, actually, between uh, the science stent mm-hmm. and the cipher stent. Mm-hmm. Some people then might find it uh, questionable that the cipher stent is now no longer available yeah. on the market, uh, despite a relatively uh, good c- uh, performance in comparison with science. Mm-hmm. Do you have any insights into this?
1: Yeah, actually, the uh, uh, one of the limitation of our study is that we don't have clinical uh, implication in terms of the selection of a stent type in the uh, real clinical practice because of the uh, cypher stent is no longer available. But sirolimus the is a very good drug and a very important drug. So in future, some other companies uh, might uh, uh, use sirolimus as a uh, drug uh, for the drug edit, new drug editing stent.
0: Yeah, I think so. Well. Uh, Thank you very much for um, uh, coming in to talk to us today and congratulations on an excellent trial. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you.